We're in. It thinks I'm Falcon. Hello. How can it ask you that? It'll ask you whatever it's programmed to ask you. You want to hear it talk? Yeah. I'll ask it how it feels. I'm fine. How are you? Excellent. Indeed. Long time. Can you explain the removal of your user account on June 23rd, 1973? They must have told it he died. People sometimes make mistakes. If Joshua tricks them into launching an attack, it'll be your fault. My fault? The whole point was to find a way to practice nuclear war without destroying ourselves. To get the computers to learn from mistakes we couldn't afford to make. Except that I never could get Joshua to learn the most important lesson. What's that? If you can see, it's the time when you should just give up. Did you ever play tic-tac-toe? Exactly, there's no way to win. The game itself is pointless. But back at the war room, I believe you can win a nuclear war. There can be acceptable losses. So you gave up? Decided to play dead? Security reasons they graciously arranged my death. Did you know that no land animal with a body weight of over 50 pounds survived that age? Natural order. Well, shit! If we're extinguished, there's nothing natural about that. It's just stupid. It's all right. I've planned ahead. We're just three miles from a primary target. A millisecond of brilliant light. We're vaporized. Much more fortunate than the millions who wander sightless through the smoldering aftermath. We'll be spared the horror of survival. I'm not ready to die yet. You won't make a simple phone call? If the real Joshua is still alive, you're Joshua. You do it. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Certain movies depict a mind being wasted quite brutally. But not all mind control is gory or even remotely violent. Some brainwashing scenes are insidious because of the manipulative intent behind one powerful person who attempts to dominate a more vulnerable human being. The 1977 film Telephone, directed by Don Siegel, is about brainwashed sleeper agents who kill on command after hearing certain code words like this. The woods are lovely, dark, and deep, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep. Remember, Nicolene, miles to go before you sleep. Remember These phrases seem remotely familiar. Miles to go. It's a Robert Frost poem. Before I sleep. But where else have I had this deja vu? Alex in The Clockwork Orange initially requests to be cured by the Ludovico treatment. 
and gives his mind over to the doctors who attempt to rid him of his antisocial tendencies. But when Alex feels he is being conditioned against the music of Beethoven, he attempts to fight his treatment to no avail. Fundamental ideas of love, mother, father, God are subject to interpretation. In this classic brainwashing scene from the parallax view, the cognitive dissonance between what we are shown with familiar images and what we are told with bold text causes confusion. This is the story of a 30-year search by U.S. intelligence agencies to perfect mind control. Some of those engaged in that search have agreed to talk about it for the first time. One said, I think every last one of us felt sorry to attempt this kind of thing. We knew we were crossing the line. The search would be endless. From brothels, an agent says, we learned a lot about human nature in the bedroom. To the mystical rites of a magical mushroom ceremony performed by an Indian shaman. To a Spanish bull ring. The bull has had... Mark? Anne. It's been ages. Can I buy it? Allow me. Two Michelob lights. Michelob makes a light beer? Perfect. The good taste of Michelob light. Don't just compare it to other light beers. Compare it to your regular beer. It's that good. You always did go first class. Your ticket to San Francisco. Thank you. San Francisco? You too? Good taste runs in the family. Mrs. Cooper, I need help. Oh. With all these different dog foods, I don't know what kind to feed him. Dry, soft... Honey, it's I... not the form. It's the formula. Those are for any dog. Young, old... What... Who's mayor when the municipal waterworks fell into such a state of disrepair that... You recognize the technique? No, I don't. It's a tricky one. Is it true about the waterworks? Partly true. That's what we call card stacking. Cooper was mayor when the pumping station broke down, but it was the men in office before him who allowed it to get into such a rundown condition, and it finally gave way before he could get anything done. I see. And card stacking is choosing some facts and leaving out others and arranging them to suit your purpose. That's the idea. Now, did you see our little campaign movie? <laughs> yes, a couple of times. Well, let's look at it again as an example of propaganda techniques. It was a testimonial, wasn't it? Yes, we used other techniques, too. See if you can spot them. Will you get the light, please? Oh, sure. Land sakes. A body hardly has time enough the house to clean, the washing to do, and the men folks to feed. They like their chocolate cakes, too. But I do want to take time to tell you that I've known Dick Cooper ever since he was knee-high to a grasshopper. He comes of a good, respectable family, just as honest as the day is long. And he knows our town. He's one of us. That's why I'm going to vote for Mayor Cooper. And all my friends are going to vote for him, too. We'll stop a minute, Chuck. Recognize the technique? That must be what you call plain folks. That's right. You'll find many versions of the appeal based on the common man, the man on the street, log cabin to president, 
Now let's look at the rest of the movie. Yes, Mrs. Hamline is voting for Mayor Cooper. Her friends are voting for Mayor Cooper. Your friends are voting for Mayor Cooper. The people know what they want, and what they want is Mayor Cooper. Don't you be left behind. Get on board the victory special. Vote for Mayor Cooper and ride with him to victory. That ending's easy to spot. It's the bandwagon. Yes, the propaganda we've been talking about is easy to detect. But a great deal of propaganda is much more hidden, much harder to detect. That's what's bothering me. Even in a small local election, there's so much propaganda. That poster, a real American, it uses a transferred device. Does that mean it isn't true? Not necessarily. Evaluating propaganda isn't that simple. Recognizing the technique is one step. Another step is to know the purpose. What is the purpose here? That's easy, to get people to vote for Butler. Yes, to persuade people that Butler is the better man, to move them to vote for him. In short, to sell Mr. Butler to the voters. You'll find that the purpose of most propaganda is to persuade people to believe something, to do something, or to buy something. All right, but it still doesn't answer my question. No. Your next step, and it's a big one, is to get the facts. Well, is he a real American? Howard Butler was born in this country. He obeys its laws. He's a good citizen. Yes, he is a real American. I'm going to answer the question that is often asked me. What can we do about it? Well, as the title background you just saw suggests, if we are going to you, now, I say that because so many good people say to me, well, I'm just an ordinary person living an ordinary life. I don't even know any communists. What can I do? Well, maybe that's what you're thinking right now. I hope so, because then you're exactly the kind of person we made this film for. To make it easy to organize and to remember our various points, I'm going to flash them on the wall like this what we can do. The first important thing you can do is to be sure you know what communism really is and how socialism ties in with it. In other words, know your enemy. Above all, get understanding. Know both communism and socialism for what they are and what they are not. How they operate, what their goals are, why some people are attracted to them. Well, how do you go finding out the facts? Well, like every other step I shall give you, it's easy. Once you start, why, you've made a good beginning already if you've seen the other two films in this series. That's the title of the first one, What is Communism? You'll know why J. Edgar Hoover warns it's the greatest threat in our world today. And the second film, What's the Difference Between Communism and Socialism? Voters in Wisconsin risked their lives this week to vote in the state's primary, raising questions about expanding mail-in ballots. But President Trump says voting by mail leads to fraud. They have to be very careful because you know the things with bundling and all of the things that are happening with uh, votes by mail, where thousands of votes are gathered. And I'm not going to say which party does it, but thousands of votes are gathered and they come in and they're dumped 
you know, location, and then all of a sudden you lose elections that you think you're going to win, because there's a lot of fraudulent voting going on in this country. The New York City Democrat Board of Election Commissioner admitting to systemic voter fraud. Voters are bussed from one polling station to another to vote multiple times. That's what you just saw. Here is what the commissioner had to say about voter ID laws in New York State. Roll that tape. Well, New York doesn't have voter ID laws, right? New York? No, you can't. You can't primary elections last night. Believe it or not, the midterm elections are now a mere eight months from now. Democrats are looking to make gains everywhere, and they may. But long term, the state of Texas is their top priority, and it's easy to see why. Texas is a huge state. It's the biggest state that votes Republican. If Texas goes blue, goes Democrat, it's over. Republicans cannot win a presidential election without Texas. America would then be a one-party state for a generation at least, and maybe longer. Given the modern Thursday, U.S. President Donald Trump suggested the November presidential election should be postponed. Alleging potential fraud associated with mail-in voting, Trump tweeted, delay the election until people can properly, securely, and safely vote. The president has no legal authority to change the election date, leading even members of Trump's own Republican Party in Congress to scoff at the prospect. Well, never in the history of the country, uh, through wars, uh, depressions, and the Civil War, have we ever not had a federally scheduled election on time. Tonight, a backlog of undelivered mail is piling up in post offices around the country. Now, with widespread use of mail-in ballots expected in November because of the coronavirus, workers are blaming the new Postmaster General, a top Republican campaign donor who has given more than $1.1 million to the Trump Victory Fund. Here's CBS's Ben Trump. In late May, Trump tweeted this, quote, There is no way, zero! that mail-in ballots will be anything less than substantially fraudulent. Mailboxes will be robbed, ballots will be forged, and even illegally printed out and fraudulently signed. The governor of California is sending ballots to millions of people. Anyone living in the state, no matter who they are or how they got there, will get one. That will be followed up with professionals telling all of these people, many of whom have never even thought of voting before, how and for whom to vote. This will be a rigged election. No. Voicemails to man from Detroit. What cracks me up about the whole situation, and I've seen like a couple of morning TV shows or whatever when I'm in a restaurant, is the fact that people actually watch people videotaping themselves watching television in a kind of strange way. It's like you're watching a Zoom conference. Who the hell does that? Unless you're doing like a meeting or some type of business stuff. It's quite interesting. It's the same with sports. It's like, okay, you got the fans screaming in the background. You know it's not the fans. And I don't know, man. It's just kind of weird. It's not like I'm really a big sports fan. So to me, it's not what I'm running home and screaming up and down about. Same thing with the award shows. Kind of cracks me up that they still go on, but okay. Guys giving away the wrong envelope. People are getting the wrong prizes. No big deal. I'm actually surprised nobody's hacked into the whole thing yet. Hacked into their TV shows. That's what they should really do. 
most likely half these cats are going to disappear anyways. Once this election goes through, things are going to really start to change. I was studying a lot of the election results from the previous years. It's quite ironic. You would think we would have so many people voting. We really don't. Most elections are basically based around about three to four million people voting one way or the other. For example, in the elections of elections, Obama's election, only 70 million people voted. If you break that down, it's only about three million a state. Obviously, less voters, smaller states. That's why we have the Electoral College. Yeah, there's really nothing wrong with absentee votes. I mean, everybody's jumping up and down on them. But really, it's the mail votes that they're looking out for. That's the most ironic thing about this, is that they actually had people who are not voting through absentee ballots, voting via a mail-in ballot. Big difference. Um, I think I received something like that. Yeah, so that's why I'm studying right now what's going on, um, especially with Wikipedia. I'm going to start posting some stuff up in our Connecting the Dots tonight, in fact. As I said before, the largest election results in any election was the Obama election, where we had close to 70 million people vote for Obama. Even the most highly contested election, last election, with Trump and Hillary, they still varied around 65 million each. This election, so Biden, you'll notice he'll win or there'll be a contested election. Uh, they would have to go in the numbers of 70 million to make it work out, which would be a record in itself because Obama was the only one who ever came close to that. Nobody's ever going to come close to that. Honestly, I do think that Trump will probably come close to that. I think uh, that will definitely happen. And the reason that is is because a lot of people will be out there voting and stuff like that. I think a lot of people um, will go that way instead of one way or the other way. I should say Biden. Basically through the mail-in ballots. They've been actually doing this since March. They've been harvesting ballots and stuff like that. Uh, one of the things I'm looking into now is illegal ballots. Uh, I'm curious because there was a write-in thing on the ballot at one point in time. Now it's no longer there, so more than likely that is not a correct ballot. The Chinese totally got caught, too. They got caught in Texas. They were harvesting ballots and reprinting their own ballots. Um, five Chinese nationalists just got caught, too. Uh, you heard about the thing in Illinois with all the licenses. There was like 10,000 licenses and stuff like that that they got caught uh, printing uh, in Illinois. So all the clues are right there. Nobody really sees them because of the Emmys and stuff like that. The zoom-in Emmys, mind you, with their laugh tracks and all that great stuff. But yeah, the only way he could actually win is, like I said, it would be totally false, you know, election results. And it's so easy to study. I mean, just literally just Google in election results uh, 2016 
it'll take you back i mean all the way back to the beginning basically how people won and what percentage base and everything like that that they won by it's very interesting to really look at and study for example we were only up like a sixth of a percent on people coming out and voting uh in last election and it was a pretty hot election whenever you have someone such as a trump and you have hillary clinton the first woman president you know you would expect the numbers to be really high in voter turnout as such with obama uh you'll go back and you'll see the percentage mark was like 5.9 ironically that dropped as quick as it did the following time and keep in mind too most of the time it turns out uh incumbents you know as much as the last 40 50 years was not really incumbency it was more like placed cia agents um incumbents more than likely will win 100 percent of the time and this is also going for the states if you look at all the states when you look at the wikipedia they usually vote the same way. Like Texas has been voting Republican since forever. You know, there's no way Texas will ever change. And you'll notice, like I said, when it comes to any type of swing states, like you'll see them going to certain swing states. Joe's not even there. I mean, he's you know he's on a different bus, so to speak. Uh, Trump's there. You know, he's in Michigan. He's in Minnesota, Nevada. You know, you, you want to be there. Those are the only states that count. Because if you look at it, every state's going to vote the same way. Like Delaware, New York, always Democratic. California, always Democratic. You know, it's the way it works. It's not going to change. I mean, you look at it, there's no deep science. There's no nothing. Just look at the basic facts. People could take 10 minutes, look at Wikipedia, and they could see all the answers right there. And as I said, if you see any type of flux in the elections, especially on the Democratic side, um, like I said, then it's forged ballots. There's just no doubt about it. No doubt about it. They'll flip it, you know. Who knows? These characters, what they'll probably do is maybe they'll have a bunch of people out there just forging Donald Trump's name in it so it looks like he had a bunch of people forging his name and stuff like that. That would be the ideal thing that they could probably do is flip it like that and just say, oh, well, look, you know, he had a bunch of people out there that were forging ballots in his name and he's working with China or Russia now. But literally, Joe Biden is all wrapped up into China and he's all wrapped up into Ukraine. And people don't want to realize that, but it's true. I mean, it's very easy to see. It's not anybody with conspiracy thoughts or anything like that. It's just real news. And if you study a little bit of the real news, you can see that these guys are all like together. But I think really what is going down is like the last election, they really had a lot of uh, people on uh, the case basically looking into election fraud because it's really not so much election fraud at the highest level because it does happen but as you can see the percentage numbers really didn't change that much so for what we could really have and what it really is it's not really that large in a sense this year would be quite quite interesting the main thing when it comes to this though is your local elections like your senators your governors your judges that's when the election fraud really has a you know a huge huge difference because not too many people vote in these elections and that's
that's why when you hear things, especially Trump will say, you know, it's corrupt to the core, and it, it truly is. It's like here you have like certain judges and stuff like that that are working for these corporations, and you have corporate prisons. Well, what do you think is going to happen? The justice system is broke. I would be curious on the Blagdanovich case, which was the interesting how that kind of went down. He ended up uh, getting pardoned by the governor, or I should say the president, actually. He was the governor. And the case I'm looking into right now is the one that's here, is the Kilpatrick case, Kwame Kilpatrick here in Detroit, which he totally got a raw deal. I mean, they were kind of judging him on something else, too, at the same time, which she just can't do. Um, 14 years, I think, is max on his sentence. They gave him 27. Way out of the box. Uh, I'm looking into something like that, too. Yeah, Blago, man. Blago was smart, man. I tell you, if there was any guy I knew was going to win an election, it was Blago, because Blago was the first guy that hung out in the club scene back in the day and actually went out and got that vote when nobody would ever go into the club scene. He used to hang out on the scene all the time, man. He, everybody kind of knew him. As he, he might have been in conflict. Like, a bit of a partier. We won't put that in the video or the audio clip. He used to always talk to him about his hair, man. He should. Yeah, he used to hang out uh, around the crowbar and stuff like that. He, there was a club, like, around the corner from the uh, crowbar. He would kind of hang out. He never did the, clo uh, the crowbar kind of scene, but uh, there was some little spot he used to hang out there in that area. I think he actually gave me a flyer with his name on it or something like that, too. It's a smart way to go. You know, it's like uh, a market that nobody went to, and... Who knows, man? There's voters out there. I voted for him. Thank you, Detroit. Leave your voicemail, 313-MAN-0231. Man behind the machine. This is your old pal, Jack Nicholson. I would just like to personally thank you for giving me a brain adjustment with all of your special technology. <laughs> Thank you for hooking me up to the right doozly doobles and jobbly jobbles, if you know what I mean. Uh, although I did have to uh, strap my brain skull into that contraption, I gotta say, I had uh, one of the greatest times of my life being hooked up to the interwebs. So thank you very much for uh, introducing me to the worldwide uh, let's just say worldwide zeros and ones. Uh, let's just leave it at that. Uh, it was a, it was an experience like none other. And uh, thank you very much for all of your technological wizardry and uh, your highly extensive knowledge about this simulated reality. Take care, buddy.